Parenting is hard. Few of us feel up to the task. The world is shifting, quickly and dramatically. All of us feel the changes affecting our families. The stress and pressure can be intense. We are here to help sort the good and the bad, provide insight and bring hope. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. We're so glad you stopped by. I'm Pastor Brad Mathias. I want to welcome you to one more podcast with Brilliantly Brave Parenting. Yes, I'm Robert, and uh, it's great to be here. Brad, if you were an insect, what would you be? Oh, come on. These are weird. Did you get this from a psych profile or something? No. I'm just curious. I don't like I've insects. always wondered. I'm not a fan of insects. Ask me any other animal question. Fish, okay. bird. Okay, if you were a fish, that's... Uh, if you are a fish, what would you be? I'd be a bass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with that one. Um and I always liked catching bass when I was a kid. Um, if I was a bird, I'd be an eagle because I love bald eagles. Um, if I was an animal, I'd be a bear. Okay. You've actually given this some thought. That's a little frightening. Well, I've done so many life groups as a pastor over the last, you know, 15, 20 years. You, you know, you go through these questions. That's how I know you've been messing around with the psych stuff. I actually haven't. Yeah. No. Enneagram man. <laughs> Enneagram. See, I don't even do that. Yeah. Okay. So, Robert, what insect would you be? Um, I'd be a wasp. Yeah, you would too, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Got a stinger. Have you seen Ant Man? I'd be an ant. I like ants. Okay. Did you see Ant Man the movie? I saw the first one. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was hilarious. You so like funny. Marvel? I think you are morphing more and more no, into I me. No, I don't. I don't actually follow that you much used Marvel to watch stuff. only dramas and foreign films and all that <laughs> cooking so, stuff. No, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true at all. I liked Ant-Man. I actually liked, I got halfway through Ant-Man and Wasp, whatever. Um, I was on a flight from somewhere and I only got halfway through and the internet cut out, so I haven't finished watching it. So but. did that movie inspire you to be a better Christian? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, it enhanced my walk. It did. Yeah. I okay. Have to say. It brought the buzz of the Holy Spirit and you were like fired up to follow. I can Jesus. do all things, right? Okay. Ant Man. Okay. All right. You got a new I'm gonna remember that. So actually, movies do have the ability uh to radically influence us, don't they? That's exactly right. And that's why I'm a professional podcaster and I segued right into this movie talk. It's a beautiful see how thing. We roll? It's beautiful to see that happen. So I, I'm real excited about this conversation. Um Today, because um, we are talking with someone that shares the same passion that we do, um, and is I would say even taking it a, a, a notch up from from what we saw. I would with say, I yeah, I watched right. it. I saw the trailer on this thing. Yeah, so we're talking about this amazing guy from California by the name of Fred Vasallo. Did we say that right? Yes. Awesome. He is the director of Bright Ones, which is a part of the Bethel Kids Music Ministry. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be talking with you both. It's awesome, and it's so wonderful to, to see what you're doing with this movie and just the ministry. And what kind of got you to the place where you you figured, I mean, not necessarily creatively, but just from a passion standpoint uh, of doing a project like this? Um, uh, to answer that program, I want to uh, know how long you guys have. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Uh, Fair question. Quite honestly, it's a, it's a life passion. I mean, it goes as far back as myself as a kid. Um, I actually grew up in New Jersey. I'm from the East Coast um, and just fell in love with music and movement and movies and culture from the time I was a kid. And um, really through watching 
Fred Astaire in mm. Hollywood movies and growing up watching like um, music videos. It just actually cast vision for me, uh, even as young as a kid, to say, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to create um, movies and music and choreography. I'm a hip hop dance choreographer as well. So mm. I'm the co writer, co director of the Bright Ones film, and then the choreographer for it and it's a, a passion of mine to create content that transforms people's lives um, and so really cool that even before i became a believer that that vision had been in my heart and not fully understanding it i just knew as a youth i want to create works of art that transform people's hearts and then of course when i became a, a christian i understood the full depth of what that means and mm. then what's possible and have been blessed to be able to translate that into something like what you see with Bright Ones, the movie. Yeah. That's also And Brad, you know, he's a hip hop dancer too. In fact, if you're lucky, you can find his videos on, on YouTube. I love the fact, and you're exactly right, that God uses our story and things that, you know, even when we were kids and, and, and blossoms them into something that can impact so many people. So it's great to hear that story. And I think it's really important because this next generation needs to understand or, or get a grasp that God, even at, at early ages, has planted seeds in each one of us individually that um, he wants to use. And so um, walk us through this this film and talk to us a little bit about the the synopsis of, w of what it's about and, and why it's important. Yeah, absolutely. So the Bright Ones film is about kids at a performing arts school. So it's, it primarily focuses on the high school kids, but it's really a middle school, high school age group. Um, and it follows the path particularly of about five of the students and their journeys. And there's um, the storylines and the themes are all about love and rejection, um, adoption and acceptance, freedom and fear, uh, dreams and timing. So these are some of the big themes that are in the film. Uh, the practical storyline is that the kids are tasked in the art school to put on a showcase in two weeks. But their showcase is really just the vehicle for them to wind up going through a journey of self-discovery, mm. one of who they are and what their gifts, callings, and identity are. Um, not, not that their talents are that, but what they discover is they discover the deeper root of who they are by going on the journey with their talents. Um, and the message from the school is that uh, your story is important, your mm. testimony, what God has done, and really all of us have a story to tell. And that story has the power to influence people's lives. Yeah, I'm listening to you, and I'm, I'm, my head's bobbing up and down, and I am not a dancer. I can't dance nothing. <laughs> but I am a pastor. And one of the things I've learned personally in my own journey as a Christian, as a, as a late convert in my early 30s, is that the, the debate and the intellectual argument that God is real doesn't work. But what does work is the heart. And so yeah. I've learned that there is, a, there is this miraculous capacity for beauty and art to transform us without our permission. Yeah. In other words, you can see a picture, a statue, a sculpture, a beautiful sunset, and find yourself crying and not know why. Yeah. 
you can see you can see or hear a piece of music and instantly feel completely different. Something's happening there that's incredibly powerful and incredibly important. This idea of taking art and media and dance and music and then using that as a vehicle to communicate the love of God and the importance of a person's soul and individuality. Kudos to you, man, because that that is strategic thinking and it is powerful. And I applaud you. I know Robert does too. We absolutely we want to hear more. Tell our audience just a little bit. What is this movie? What is the purpose of this movie? What is it? Why did you make it? Yeah, it, it, it came as sort of a, an outgrowth of what was uh, Bethel Music Kids. So we released uh, an album called Come Alive with Bethel Music Kids a number of years ago. And we had music videos that were attached to that. And so it was a really successful project. Uh, the album on the Dove Award, we were really excited. The kids were activated. Uh, and then we went for the second full-length album. And the kids are no longer kids. They've reached right. that age sure. where they are, they are now teenagers. Uh, and so in developing the second album called Bright Ones, we wanted to take it a step up from doing music videos and actually create uh, what was initially going to be a long short film which was like a 45 minute uh film with uh music and sort of that and then to be honest it actually just expanded inside of all of us and we began to dream bigger and felt really the pressing of the lord that this was supposed to be more than that uh and that's how um the co-writer and co-director david neronia and i uh really just sought the lord and really were having writing sessions while inviting god and his wisdom into it and what we constantly felt burdened with is this next generation and i don't think the uh, generation is age specific i i think it it crosses all ages because this film is really a family film even though it's very youth centered um there is messaging in here for all ages um because it's it, there's a lot of heartfelt moments and real real life moments um and so for me i would say the big thing that I hope that people see from this is that it casts vision for people's lives. I remember myself as a youth watching TV and watching the likes of Fred Astaire and saying, oh, that's what I want to do. And I feel like what this film will do is that for so many people that when they see this, they're going to know that I can be fully alive in Christ in all of my creative giftings and, and, and live fully in this way. Yeah, I'm as as you're talking. I'm remembering, you know, Saint Augustine who wrote uh, fourth, fifth century stuff way back, and he talked about this idea of magnum monasterium, where the church itself became the center for arts and culture, and it mm. it used the beauty and the creativity process to share the gospel, and from that came the Renaissance. This idea mm. that art would be the medium for the gospel to be shared with the masses. Well, you know, it's 2000 years almost later and now technology, video, film, music, those are the mediums in which we can influence culture. Um, and I, as you're talking about that, you're talking about casting vision for people's lives. I can also see that this film would inspire churches to invest themselves into their youth and the arts. Is that part of the sort of the intended message there? Absolutely. I mean, to, 
I'm I'm a choreographer. I'm a teacher. I've worked with developing uh, school programming in Christian and non-Christian schools uh, to develop arts curriculum for schools. So it's a personal passion of mine as an activator and equipper. Mm. I think of the scripture in Ephesians to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And, uh, you know, ministry can look like a whole bunch of things. It doesn't always just involve preaching and teaching. And those are obviously essential and important. But I feel like there is another opportunity here that we can equip the saints for the work of the ministry through the arts and through dance, mm. through, uh, through filmmaking, through media, because these are new methods of delivery of the gospel. And if we want people, I mean, if we expect our pastors and teachers and leaders to study to show themselves approved and to stand up and to deliver the word having, being trained, then we should expect the same for our artists. And we should be training artists to take the front lines and to be fully equipped to do so. So that's obviously a passion topic of mine, as you could hear me <laughs> rising yeah. inside. But I was like, preach, we, man, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. So that's what we want churches to get a hold of and pastors and youth pastors and, you know, to realize that, hey, we have an opportunity, if we're going to speak to the culture, if we're going to, you know, actually deliver content that is relative to the culture, then we need to be equipping the kids and the youth in that language so that they can be relevant to their peers. Um, and I know that sometimes that seems like, oh, well, we're not, we're not, we don't want to do something just because that's what's popular, but that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we do it because it's God breathed because God is the creator and he's in, in, invested in us, his creative gift for made in his image and likeness as creatives. Then we should be the ones with the new ideas. We should be the ones on the forefront, you know, providing culture with the example rather than chasing the example that the world provides for us. It's mm. so good. Um, you know, we talked a little bit just before we got, um, on air, so to speak, about just our history with iShine and, and that kind of thing. I, I know, you know, as I think back to when we first launched iShine and started the TV show, um, I, I had tween daughters. And so they came, they came on the road on tour with me and they, they were on the TV set. And um, it was that process as a parent was really I, I learned so much about my kids just through through the ministry. You're a parent. What are what are some things that like you've discovered about yourself about your parenting through the process of developing this? I mean, because God, you're exactly right. I'm glad you pointed out that God, you know, as our creator, you know, we are creatives, we are always creating. But the thing that's amazing is it's not just the end product that we create, but in the process of creating, we can learn so much about the nature of God. And and what are some things that have jumped out to you as you've developed this, this uh, film about how you relate to your kids? Yeah, I think that that's awesome. Uh, that's a big thing for us as a family. My wife and I, we have three kids. We have three girls, ages 15, eight, and six. Hmm. Um, and I think about what the definition of faith is. Faith is the evidence of things unseen, right? And the substance of things hoped for. And I think about the creative mm. process is very much like the process of faith, that we're seeing things that aren't yet visible. 
and God made those things that were invisible visible. And the process of creating something, especially writing and something that's media-driven, it really it's any idea. It right. starts from the invisible world, and it gets brought out to the visible world through our co-laboring with God to bring it into the earth. And so for me, my kids having... My wife and I are both, we used to run a theater production company on the East Coast, and we're like partners in media and all that. So they get to watch mom and dad go through this creative process of having a dream, mm-hmm. having an idea, and, and really co-laboring with God to bring it out. Because we're, we're unashamedly admitting our weaknesses and like calling on God for answers and seeking God for wisdom and we let them know about that. And I think that's such a tool that they'll grow up understanding that, hey, if I if God sets a passion in my heart for something, I can trust him to help me through the process of it and bring it to pass. And they get to see the success of that from an idea into its fruition, into something like a product. And then they're not enamored by the final product. Mm. They're actually aware of the process. Oh, this is great and shiny for all the people to see, but they get to see the process and then have that rich understanding that in order to get that, it's actually through this process of, of co-laboring with God. So um, that's mm. been huge. And my daughter, Chloe, who plays one of the three lead characters in the Bright Ones film, um, it's awesome to hear about you and your girls with I Shine because I was telling you, we, we used to watch I Shine and, um, and my wife and I going, just championing that and knowing like, yes, that's us too. Like, that's a part of our tribe, you know, like, mm. and, and for our daughter watching those things, it's, you know, it's so important that we're providing examples of what's possible uh, to change that paradigm, even among Christian kids and youth, you know, right. that they they have that as an as an option. So, um, yeah, man, I'm <clears throat> one of our our I could tell, man, we are like in the same gang. Like this, <laughs> I may not be able to dance, but I know how to run the machine, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm listening to this and and I've had the luxury of, you know, our audience hasn't seen this yet, but we we got to see some sneak peeks of this content. And one of our biggest pet peeves is really lousy Christian media, right? Like, it's just awful. Not done well. Let's not do this. You know, like if it doesn't look great, it doesn't sound great. Our kids aren't going to watch it. They're certainly not going to share it. uh, And it, it will not do well. It'll hurt us. Mm-hmm. What I saw yeah. when I saw Bright Ones is a very high-end, incredibly creative process. Absolutely. Way past what we were able to do several years ago yeah. on, a, on a soundstage for a sitcom. I mean, this is first class, very, very, very well done content. And Thank you. Man, I, I congratulate you for that because it takes time. It takes energy. It takes real meticulous. Robert is... When he has a vision in his head, like he will not settle. And I know whoever was doing that <laughs> had the same the kind of vision. You know, it had to be the way you saw it in your head. And yeah, that's the stuff kids connect with. And that yeah. will advance the cause of the church. And it takes us from being on defense to offense as influencers rather than responders or reactionary. Um, I could go on and on. But I, thank you for doing yeah. it right because it— looks and sounds fantastic it's really thank well you, done. Man. 
I wish I could say that I had everything to do with that, but the reality, as you guys know, is anything that's done that's great in the earth has to do with a team. Like, we need each other, and that's what the whole concept of the body of Christ coming together. Like, we had amazing people all in alignment with this. You know, David Naronia, my co-writer, co-director, Ryan Braun, who was our editor, like everyone. And then Joel Taylor, the CEO, just the passion that Bethlehem Music even has for the standard of excellence. And it's not excellence out of arrogance or pride. It's just that that exactly what you said, like um, the response to excellence. I think of like David and you know, when the queen, you know, came and saw him, what did she say? She was she was impressed by the way that the tables were set. She was impressed that by the way that King David's servants came in and came out. What was she impressed with? The excellence and the excellence that was carried in that caused her to have this conversion of there's something greater here. And, and really, that's the calling that we need to appeal to. And being an educator and working uh, even in the dance environment, I would teach a lot in uh, non-Christian dance studios, and I would unashamedly use Christian music. It's just like, hey, because of my training, I'm I'm highly trained. So what they responded to was the excellence of what I taught, right. the excellence of what I think. And then musically, I was just wise in choosing really great sounding music. And I realized this thing that happened even in music is that Kids and youth, and I think this is actually all ages, they actually don't care what the lyrics are. They care how good the music is. Mm -hmm. And the way that our bodies respond is first to the music and second to lyrics, because lyrics is an intellectual thing. We immediately respond to music. And so that's why a really great beat of a song could 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 get someone's attention and meanwhile the lyrics that are being are just like dumping garbage into the brains of the kids because they're not listening to the lyrics they're responding to the way that the music sounds um but that example is just showing that we respond to things that are excellently done and so how great of an opportunity that we have as christians as believers to to do things excellently that gets people's attention and then we get to lead them into the greater kingdom message of who God is and who Christ is and his love for them. And then, then it's a win-win all the way around. Then you get a great experience, whether it's music or media or movies, but then you also get the follow-up, which is the kingdom of God. So it's awesome. I, I'm, I just applaud you for, for everything that you, that you're, putting out there and and I mean it's risky you know but I think the thing that's in, <laughs> it, it is I mean any any creative will tell you that you know I mean you have it's like having a baby and bringing it out will they like it well you know it, it's it's, yeah. it's <laughs> deeply personal and so I, yeah. I I applaud you for taking the risk um there are and also the other thing I want to say is in our culture we talked about this a little bit before um there are awards for sports teams. There are like, but the arts somehow the church has gotten away from really recognizing the impact and the importance of the arts to shaping culture. Like you just said, the beat or the production or the the melody lines of a song can make you feel something before you even have any lyrics. And so, there there is something that happens amongst the arts that that transcends what words 
can bring. And so um, yeah. I think it's important to point out that as as we look at our kids in their creative pursuits, um, not everybody is going to be a jock. Not everybody is going to going to follow exactly you know the road that we as parents even think that they should go. And and the message would be, and I'm sure you would agree with this. I'd love for you to touch on it. That as parents, we need to celebrate when our kids are a little bit different than than everybody else. I mean, there there is God puts in each of us His fingerprint that is unique to us, and um, I think it's really important. And we could go on about this for hours, but to yeah. celebrate the way God uses creativity and and to really pour gasoline on the fire that is born with our youth creatively. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say too, I think that, you know, what what had happened in our Christian culture and the church culture from ages ago is that we sort of like uh, relegated art to just cute little crafts and things of that nature. Or we were afraid of it because, you know, we don't want to create a form of idol worship or or mm. exalting things above God. Um, but that was that was well-intended but misplaced understanding of the power of that. Um, and I think that what, what can happen here with with empowering kids in as creatives is that we we show them that for for a Christian, like there is there's multiple paths. I mean, certainly we can champion kids to become pastors and worship leaders, but and that's amazing, and we should because we need them as mm-hmm. well. But for those who, like you said, have a creative calling are, you know, maybe they sing, maybe they dance, maybe they draw, maybe they like illustration, maybe they're media and editors, that the kingdom is actually released in that too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about Ryan Braun, who is our lead editor on the film, like the way that he even created the edits, he was like seeking the wisdom of God for like the right timing of the edit and even the right angle. And that's when you get sort of on the molecular level, like what does it look like to create with God in that way? Hmm. Um, You know, certainly skills and training come in and that's necessary, but then it, it really is about the process of you like inquiring with God for wisdom on how how to do that and and if we can teach our kids that that's possible too like yes you can do this this and this but you can also be activated in your creative callings and serve god in it 100 percent. and that's what something like this film i feel like does is like kids are going to get kids are going to see actor like okay can i share a quick testimony absolutely with you? please all right so this was really cool we have um uh, a friend of ours who's one of our ministry partners to help us uh, promote the film. And she has a, uh, a therapy center in the Northwest region of the U S that um, is a developmental center for kids with art therapy and, and getting them like uh, either emotional or other disturbances, getting them to sort of heal through the arts. Well, she watched the film with her nine-year-old daughter and her four-year-old daughter. And then she texts me like at 10 o'clock at night and she says, Fred, oh my gosh, this is first of all the film as an adult, as a parent, I was just so going through a myriad of emotions, thinking about what this means for the culture, for the generations. She said, and then my nine-year-old daughter, who is a singer, dancer, actress, performer, is running around the house singing all of the songs. And she (laughs) says to me, mom, I want to be in a film like that. Hmm. So 
boom, stop right there. Mission accomplished. We just told the nine-year-old, it is possible for you to be fully alive in Christ and be an actress and perform and, and minister to people through, through your acting and singing and dancing. Then she writes me back about 20 minutes later and she says, oh, and by the way, my four-year-old daughter just wrote a song called Hope. And, <laughs> wow. And she said, and I got to fulfill a dream as a parent and, and I co-wrote, I finished the song with her. So her and her four-year-old daughter write a song about hope after watching the film. So if I was to give you best case scenario, a four-year-old and a nine-year-old now have a different mind perspective of what's possible on how to serve God. They're being activated and equipped yeah. to go and do. It's one thing to be entertained. And I, of port, port, you know, from my background, I find value in that. I love watching great things that, in, that are just entertaining. But then to be equipped to feel activated that I yeah. have to do something about this. That's where you know, sort of the other passion in me comes is like, great, I saw something great. It felt great. It looked great. It sounded great. But then now I want to go and do something like that's next level. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I, we could we could talk all day because uh, I completely <laughs> resonate with, and I know Brad does too. Everything you're saying, mm -hmm. give um just real quick, give us release date and information on how to get involved with what you guys are doing um, for those listeners out there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the, it's going to be for one night only in about 700 theaters nationwide, um, and you could. It's on April 22nd. So April 22nd, 2019. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it'll be in theaters nationwide for one night only. And you can find your theater location if you go onto the website at uh, www.brightones.com. So B-R-I-G-H-T-O-N-E-S.com. And we've made the theater locator pretty simple. It actually has all of the theater listings there, but you can also choose by state and then it'll pull up all the theater locations or you could go by zip code and it'll pull in um, any of those there. And there's group tickets too. So if a pastor or a youth leader uh, wants to take a group, there's group tickets available. And if, uh, if there's not a showing near you, um, we can arrange for a church to host the film as well. So if there's Very any cool. like church leaders that want to host it and there's not a theater showing, then we want to actually equip the church to be able to show it. Uh, and right now I'm working on, I just filmed a four part curriculum that will be connected with the film that will be available by the time the movie comes out. So if you are a you know, pastor, a teacher uh, or a church ministry worker that you can actually do a four part uh a curriculum that unpacks the themes that are in the uh, movie itself. That's fantastic. Well, congratulations, Fred. Yes. We're so, so uh, grateful you took time to be with us today and applaud what you're doing and, and pray every blessing on, on what you Thank guys you. are doing. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you, guys. God bless you, yeah. man. Change the world, bro. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. All right, see you. Hey, Robert, we've got some new stuff in the web store. Tell me about it, Brad. It's our very own swag. Really? Absolutely Brilliantly Brave now has its own line of caps, cups, clothing. Yeah, everything, Mugs. man. We got swag. Dog sweaters? Uh, I don't know about the dog sweaters yet, but we can work on it. Okay. 
So if you're a fan and you've been listening to Brilliantly Brave and you want to share it with your friends, let them know that you're a supporter, hey, come to our website, ishinelive.com, and find out more. I felt like somebody, uh, I just met somebody I already knew. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love the passion that he's got because, uh, you know, we're getting old, Brad. We don't have that energy or that passion to, to I mean, everything that he's doing, I just think it's so awesome. Why are you looking? What are you calling me, Kimosabi? What is that? What's, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. just saying, you know, back in the day, I mean, it's so great to hear, you know, because we share the same passion of like arts and kids and teenagers and inspiring and families and that kind of thing. And it's great to have a younger generation, meaning him, take the mantle and like what you're really him. admitting on air is that neither one of us can really dance. I've seen you dance, Brad. You're good. So you got moves. I, obviously, this is. I, I mean, first of all, it, was, it felt a little bit serendipitous, right? Mm. Using that big word to say full circle, like yeah. uh, what I shine started way back, uh, 2010. You know. We we started iShine Connect sitcoms that were just our best guess at what to do because yeah. no one had ever done it uh, except Disney and right. Nickelodeon. And so that led – we didn't know that till this interview, but that led to the inspiration at Bethel yeah. to step into doing a full music Even a movie. similar format, performing S- arts Similar storylines. Yeah. I mean, and that is incredibly encouraging to me. Yeah. Uh, personally, but also as a pastor, that this mantle's being picked up, this baton's being carried. And it tells you, without beyond a shadow of a doubt, it, that it is not of us, but it's Absolutely. God's. Absolutely. I mean, that, yeah. you know, it, he could use anybody. He chose to use us for a period of time. And now yeah. he's continuing that on. Because so, God cares about this next generation. Absolutely. And so if you're a parent uh, and you've got preteens or teens um, and you're looking for something to inspire them to to follow Christ with their gifts in their life, I can't think of a better place to recommend than this movie. I'll go a step further. Even if it's something, even if you don't have kids at home, whatever, go support this movie. Go out, sell these theaters out, because what that does is it creates more demand and and churches and organizations start like going, okay, there's an audience for this. So it's important. Support things like this. This is important work. This is as important, I would say. I mean, George Barna always talks about how um, if you want to defeat an enemy, get to their second line, take out the reinforcements, take out the next generation. And we need to start paying attention to the generation that um, is not being supported as much as they can be, and that is our youth. So go out and support this film. It's Bright Ones. Dot com. You can get all the information there. And um, when it comes out, show your love. Support. Yeah, I mean, the trailer's pushing a million views. Um, it's definitely getting some attention. Just to re- remind everyone, the dates are April 22nd for the movie. And there's actually an album, mm-hmm. a soundtrack that comes out on April 27th. Um, and I, I mean, these are the kinds of things that parents are looking for. These are the types of events and pr- and projects and resources that we hear from email and social media all the time. What do you have? What's new? What what can I use for my youth or my children's ministry? This is it. Yep. Get get it on your calendar. Get out there. 
support this and be uh, a part of a cultural change that that music and media can cause. That's right. And while we're talking about support, we would love your support too. Um, we are a 501c3 organization and uh, dependent on uh, generous people that that see the the value of this for, for families. So we would appreciate any support that you might send our way as well as subscribing to our podcast and giving us some comments and and helping us reach parents with um, with a message of hope and and some practical tap tips for uh, getting through the parenting journey. Absolutely. And if you are blessed at all by these um, episodes of of our podcast, please share them with a friend, subscribe, yep. uh, like us, give us five stars, whatever you can do. I know it takes an extra minute or two, but we depend on that type of support as well. So we would be grateful. And we'll see you here again next week. Thanks for spending time with us. Bye-bye. Be encouraged, parents. You are not alone. In Paul's letter to his son in the faith, Timothy, he writes, But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Brilliantly Brave Parenting wants to be an encouragement and support that parents can rely on. Would you consider liking us and sharing us with a friend? As a part of the Tween Gospel Alliance, we are a nonprofit organization dependent on the support of friends like you. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be right here next week. We are excited to announce the Storms of Life study, Living Beyond Stressed Out and Overwhelmed. It's a great subtitle, Living Beyond Stressed Out and Overwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we know that students are stressed. And for parents and pastors, it's important to know what are the top three things that are really on the minds of our kids. So Brad, walk us through what they can expect from the Storms of Life. This is an eight-week study. It has uh, video insights. It has uh, presentations from a actual youth retreat with junior high and high school students. These kids are going to learn about how their faith can help them fight back the stress that they're living with every day at school. Check it out on iShineLive.com.